0: Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee.
1: Well, hello there. You are listening to the Armour Men's Health Hour with Dr. Mystery and Donnelly, Lee. And Dr. Mystery is a board-certified urologist, and I am a board-certified co-host. We have with us our partner, Dr. Lucas Giacomides. Thank you for coming in. Thank
2: you. Also board-certified. Thank That's you right. very you much. You
1: are also board-certified.
2: And the board thanks you, too.
1: You can call us during the week at 512-238-062 and um, email us those questions. They're amazing, and we get them all answered right away. 512, again, our phone number,
2: 512-238-0762,
1: Health at gmail.com. Is our website? I'm sorry, email gmail.com.
2: That is an email and a website, both. They
1: Excellent. are all the same. They make it easy. We have a special guest with us today, and I know that you two know each other. Dr. Jackamides, why don't you introduce our special guest? Yes, sir.
2: With me today is my good friend, Dr. John Abakalad. Welcome, John. Glad to be here. Tell us what you do. I'm a what general. don't you do? <laughs>
0: I'm a general surgeon, so I do a lot of different things, and uh, sometimes people have a hard time getting an idea of what it is we do as general surgeons because it's such a general term. so general. (laughs) Don't (laughs) sell yourself short. You're a good
2: man, and most importantly, he's an alumnus of the illustrious Rice
0: University. Here we go. Fighting Owls. Fighting Owls, yeah. That's right. Y'all are a hoot.
2: Your your wife is a physician yeah. as well.
0: She is, yeah. That's right. Where yeah, does she, she practice again? Uh, she's a gynecologist, and she practices uh, in Westlake. It's called Westlake Gynecology.
2: The name of your practice,
0: John, is? Austin Surgeons. We're in Central Austin. Been with the group for about 16 years. Um, and I've been in practice in Austin for over 20. You know, getting back to your original question, uh, general surgeons, we we do a lot of abdominal surgery, but we do other types of surgery too. So we take care of breast cancer. Uh, We do thyroid gland surgery and these other little glands called the parathyroid glands Mm -hmm. that people have never heard of until they have a problem with them. (laughs) Until they need to see you. And we we fix hernias. We take out organs you don't need. Um, We do a lot of surgery termed laparoscopy. So those are just a sampling of some of the things we cover
2: our world's cross at parathyroid because mm. that's what makes calcium and that's what makes kidney stones and yeah. it takes sometimes patients are very happy when we find that they've been after their fifth or sixth stone you go you know your PTH, your parathyroid hormone levels are very, very high. You should go see my good friend, John. Is that uh, that, that one thing you like to do or is that, uh, what other areas do you specialize?
0: Yeah. So I do a lot of parathyroid surgery and thyroid surgery. Those are um, some of my favorites. Um, And then another area that I really enjoy is doing uh, laparoscopy with what's known as robotic surgery. The robot is actually a platform that holds our instruments as we do things inside the body through little keyhole incisions. It's pretty amazing technology and and a lot of fun. And then the other thing I do a lot of is I I fix a lot of hernias. For the guys
1: listening, when do they know to call a general surgeon versus a urologist? Y'all fight that out.
2: exactly what do you i mean because <laughs> most people instinctively and and even a lot of primary care doctors that's a good question on mm-hmm. because they don't they don't know they think it's right. the stuff down there i don't even know what you're talking about i don't even want to, have to lay a hand on it go see a urologist yeah. and so then they call and we try to dance around and say no what you really need is dr Abakalid. you need a general
0: surgeon exactly so if you've gone suddenly from two testicles to three oh, you boy. may have a hernia that you uh, need to come see me about wow. well you this. could that, that's called
2: the pawnbroker sign by the way have you ever seen this? Sign at a pawn shop, you know, it's uh, called the three balls. You know, the pawnbroker sign. that could also be a spermato seal. Oh. But, but you're right. If you don't know, you see one of us, and we'll we'll get you to the right doc. I
1: well, see. Now, we, now we have more questions. I'm sure
2: about pawn shops. Yeah,
1: <laughs> pawn shops and the third ball syndrome.
2: Yeah, three balls not, not normal mm. unless you had four. I mean, that's better. I you guess. Party. I don't know. Yeah. I don't
0: know. <laughs> My mother-in-law apparently thought men normally had three balls, but that's a different story. Your mother-in-law?
2: <laughs> can we can we elaborate on that a little bit? No. 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 <laughs> Sorry. I'll get in trouble Shannon (laughs) uh, you're listening to this uh remember this is uh entirely unedited we'll get that out later just kidding we're totally gonna put that in so tell us about that workup a a person comes in a man presumably with something in his balls and he thinks that um you know I think I have a hernia tell me about the surgery maybe a little bit about the recovery and and some of the uh, potential risks um I'll start
0: with what a, a guy might notice if he has developed a a groin hernia or an inguinal hernia. Uh, That's one of the most common types of hernias that Mm. men will develop and notice. The most typical thing is to look down while you're taking a shower and you see a bulge in the groin area that wasn't there before. It's like a little lump, uh, may feel like a little grape or an egg bulging under the skin. That can protrude on down into the scrotum itself and be right above the testicle, or it can be just a little bit higher up. Um, on the very lower part of the abdominal wall. And guys kind of figure that out. They look down, they see a bulge, and um, often they will present to us directly without a referral saying, yeah, I looked this up on Google and I think Mm -hmm. I have a hernia. How Um, fast
1: does it come on? Like, is it like a tumor where it just takes forever and all of a sudden it's there? Is it overnight? um, It can
0: be either. um, What the hernia actually is, is a weakness in the muscle wall there. And it's not due to being out of shape or having uh, weak muscles. It's due to a thinning or a separation of layers of muscles. Mm -hmm. And through that weakness, internal contents of the abdomen will begin to protrude. It can happen very gradually over many years. Mm. And I have patients who have had a hernia for many years and just were kind of used to it and and it never really bothered them. On the other hand, uh, sometimes people will be lifting something or working out at the gym or they'll cough or sneeze real hard and it'll just push it out all of a sudden, quite a bit more. And then there's this bulge there that suddenly has appeared that wasn't there before.
1: Is it typically really painful?
0: Most often, it's actually not painful. It can be sore. If it's very painful, that's usually more of an emergency situation. Mm -hmm. And and that person may need to go to the emergency room even. Uh, But often, they're completely painless.
2: I think that's an important question of when do you have to fix it? I mean, certainly, you know, I did two years of general surgery as part of urology training. and, And certainly, there are some hernias that absolutely have to be fixed, even that, day or that night. Tell us about that a little
0: bit. If the internal contents is a piece of the intestine Mm -hmm. that's bulging through the hernia and it gets caught or what we say strangulated, that's an emergency because the intestine can get damaged. Mm -hmm. Um, And that has to be fixed before that damage uh, becomes uh, serious.
2: Then, if you haven't had a bowel movement, if it, if things get stuck in there, if it's so, it's just the wrong size, of course. And certainly, that has to get done fairly
0: urgently as well. Sure, it can lead to an obstruction of the bowels, and uh, a person can get sick and start throwing up, things like that.
2: Not every hernia has to be fixed right away, or if at all, if it's not really bothering you. Is what I'm hearing. Yeah. Um, but if you say you, okay, I, I, this is starting to bother me. I don't like the asymmetry. It's getting in the way of my speedos. Um, (laughs) what, um, what are the ways to fix it? What are the options?
0: We can fix it with, uh, open surgery which would mean an incision in that area just directly over the hernia or we can fix it with laparoscopy where we're going into the abdominal cavity through little keyhole incisions with a can- camera and skinny instruments and we can fix it from the inside that way and it can depend on uh, the type of the hernia the size of the hernia the, uh, and particular characteristics of that that patient And uh, sometimes uh, it's preferential to do it one way or the other.
2: Yeah, and I think the other big question I would have, and I think our listeners would too, is uh, the thought of mesh. You know, people see mesh in our world in urology for incontinence surgeries and pelvic prolapse and immediately uh, start wondering uh, which is the right lawyer to call uh, what are your thoughts about mesh is this, this you don 't hear as much these days about that is there something that if somebody had mesh before they're going to be um, needed to get it out or what are your
0: thoughts uh, there's been a, a lot of concern about mesh lately. We get a lot of questions about it um and I think that's driven by uh, lawyer commercials that are on late night t v on on the cable channels um, mesh was uh invented um, Decades ago, and uh, went into use because it helped hernia repair in two really big ways. Uh, number one it was it was a lot less painful to fix a hernia with mesh. Before we had mesh, we just sutured things together under tension, and it hurt a lot to pull tissues together. Mm-hmm. Um, the second problem was that the failure rate of the hernia repair was pretty high, about 20 percent. And uh, with mesh, our hernia rate is much much lower. Um, maybe 1% or 2% uh, for certain types of hernias. Um, So less pain, um, higher success rate, uh, those are great things. Um, There can be complications with mesh, and every patient should understand what those possibilities are and discuss it with their surgeon. Um, But overall, if you balance the risks and benefits of using mesh or not using mesh, our experience has taught us that mesh is better.
2: And then if you do the robotic surgery with mesh, uh, what is their recovery like Do they go home same day,
0: I predict? Yeah, so uh, uh, many hernia repairs are day surgeries, in and out, same day, uh, up and around right away. Um, I let my patients begin doing light cardio exercise after two weeks, and I let people do weights um, beginning at four to six weeks after surgery. Many of my patients come back for their post-op visit and required no opiate painkillers at all. We use lots of local anesthetics and other things. They use Tylenol and Advil and avoid opiates completely awesome. uh, for many patients, yeah.
2: Hmm. That's great. Well, uh, that's great, Dr. Abukala. Thank you so much for coming in today. And uh, tell us have, uh, how we
1: can find yeah. you. How, what's your website again?
0: Yeah, our website is austinsurgeons.net. You can uh, go online and look us up and find out a lot more about hernias and the other things that, uh, that we treat.
1: Awesome. And we'll put this on our social media so you'll have that information. And if you have any questions for Dr. Abukala, you can certainly send them to armormenshealth at gmail.com. Our website is armormenshealth.com. Thank you so much for joining us. That was super informative, guys. Right and now, guys, now you men know where to go when something hurts down there. Not
2: every bulge is important. It's bad, you know, but don't worry. That's Thank
0: right. you. Glad to be here. Thank, Thank you. you, guys. The Armor Men's Health Hour will be right back. If you have questions for Doctor Mystery, email him at armormenshealth@gmail.com. At